Welcome to Let's Talk Loyalty, an industry podcast for loyalty marketing professionals. I'm your host, Paula Thomas, and if you work in loyalty marketing, join me every week to learn the latest ideas from loyalty specialists around the world. Today's guest has launched a marketing movement that I find truly inspiring. With India facing its toughest challenge yet with the COVID pandemic, Madan Padaki has created a task force of what he calls Young Warriors, leveraging loyalty mechanics, innovative technology and communication channels to mobilize the nation against the spread of COVID-19. Known as UA, Madan's organization has already partnered with over 1,350 organizations including the Ministry of Health and Family Welfare and the Ministry of Youth Affairs, as well as some of India's biggest companies. Together, their goal is to lead action and support over 50 million people through this most challenging time. Madan's program, called Yuha, uses points and rewards, but for a social cause rather than a commercial one. So today, I'm really happy to welcome Madan Padaki to Let's Talk Loyalty. So, Madan, I'm super excited to hear the entire story of the Young Warriors movement. So before we get into all of it, obviously, you're not coming from a traditional loyalty background. But nonetheless, I know you've, um, you've prepared some of your favorite loyalty statistics or performance statistics for me today. Thanks, Paula. Delighted to be on the show and uh, look forward to this conversation. Yes, uh, uh, from the performance statistics of the, of the reach for the Young Warrior Movement, uh, we were actually compiling our numbers as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Glad to share that the Young Warrior Movement in India has uh, reached 431 million plus uh, social media impressions. Wow. Uh, and uh, we have 2.83 million young people who have now taken action in one way or the other uh, in the Young Warrior Movement. Uh, So in our run-up to the target of 5 million, I think we're progressing fairly rapidly. That's extraordinary, Madan. And just for listeners, um, you went live literally just eight weeks ago with this yes. movement, I'm calling it, which I, I hope is a really good way because that's the the scale of what I feel that you're creating, Madan. So what I think might be a really good place to to start actually just with the, the, the chat about what you're doing is, can you explain where did the Young Warrior movement come from? Because in fact, it seems to me that you're perfectly positioned to lead something like this with all of its innovation and all of its, um, you know, uh, ambition. So, uh, yeah, tell us exactly how did you end up starting this movement and where it came from? So, sure. Uh, Young Warrior Movement is actually uh, an initiative by uh, an entity called UA, which operates under UNICEF. Okay. Uh, UNICEF actually launched along with the UN uh, entities in 2018 at the United Nations General Assembly, a global initiative called Generation Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole objective of Generation Unlimited was that how do you put young people at the center of the universe and empower the them and 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 have a supportive ecosystem that will ensure that they're able to take the decisions they want in terms of their own career pathways, learning uh, uh, yeah. across several skills, and also their own journey as change makers. Okay. So the whole objective uh, of Generation Unlimited is how do you ensure that every young person has all the necessary skills and the support to progress in life to unleash their unlimited potential? 
Wow. So Generation Unlimited came to India. Uh, India was one of the first countries uh, to take on this initiative and we called it Yuva. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in Hindi, Yuva means wow youth, right? So that's what uh, we called it. Okay. And uh, we took on three objectives. So we did a series of consultations across uh, the, the country uh, okay. in 2019, trying to understand what do youth really want? Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard uh, three things very, very strongly. Mm-hmm. One is that the future of work is rapidly changing and young people felt that they are not adequately uh, equipped to understand the future that is unfolding. Okay. And how do I deal with it, right? What kind of careers should I choose? What kind of skills should I have? That's one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Two is, of course, their deep aspirations uh, to create economic opportunities for themselves. Mm-hmm. To say that, you know what, I need to not only support myself, but I need to ensure that my family uh, is comfortable. Yeah. And the third most interesting part was that several young people went beyond economic opportunities to say that I want to be a contributing member of my community in my society. Wow. I am not just a human resource, right? I want to be (laughs) a leader. Yeah. Yeah. So those three elements we took and we conceived you as uh, three pillars Mm-hmm. Pillar one, which will help young people create economic opportunities themselves, either as entrepreneurs or job seekers. Mm-hmm. And we took a target to say we want to create 100 million opportunities in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, pillar two was about life skills and 21st century skills. Mm-hmm. How do you equip every young person with the relevant life uh, skills or 21st century skills? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we said as a collaborative, as an ecosystem, can we enable 200 million young people to be, uh, you know, to have the relevant set of skills? Amazing. Yeah. And third uh, was about uh, their own aspirations to be change makers, to be societal leaders. Yeah. And and we said, let us lead with that, and let us vision uh, envision that uh, uh, to create 300 million young people. Mm-hmm. as empowered change makers. So those are the three themes we're working at uh, uh, in UA. Okay. Now, as we were doing this, we started, uh, you know, creating young people action uh, teams across the country. Uh, we have a very vibrant set of young people who give us advice on what we should be doing. Okay. And it is in one such conversation sometime in April as the pandemic in India started uh, peaking, uh, yeah. you know, as the second wave started. Yeah. Some of the young people told us that, why aren't we doing anything? So we said, what do you want to do? Listen, no, we don't have uh, adequate information on what to, uh, how to deal with it. You know, what is COVID appropriate behavior where there are tons of sources. We don't know what is right, what is wrong. Yeah. Uh, You know, we all have to take up vaccinations, but there's a lot of hesitancy in my family on vaccination, so on and so forth. So how do I uh, dispel that? Yeah. And third, how do I make sure that, um, you know, uh, if somebody falls ill in my family, what are the five steps that I need to do? Right. Okay. Wow. So that's how we said, what if we looked at each of you in your own homes as a young COVID warrior? Mm. And if we can equip you with tools and resources yeah. that can help you uh, understand what's happening, share mm-hmm. it with your family. And perhaps mm-hmm. you can go further, not just share it with your family, but share it with your neighbors, with, with your friends. Mm-hmm. Then each of you are securing maybe 10 families. Mm. Right. So if you can enable 5 million young warriors to take uh, you know, action in the country mm-hmm. and each of them impacting 10 families each, then we are, we are securing 50 million people across the country in our, in our three month campaign. And that's how the young warrior wow. campaign got started. 
My goodness, Badan. It's it's super inspiring, first of all, that you're dedicating your time and your expertise. I know you're a very successful Indian entrepreneur. Um, so to put your own weight and resources, energy and inspiration behind all of these people, I want to first of all acknowledge and congratulate you on all of that. Thank you. I think it's extraordinary. Um, and, and what I also love actually, Madan, that you're doing is, um, is thinking big, because something that I think a lot of us actually struggle, particularly when the world is struggling so much is mm. it's it's hard to be hopeful it's hard to be positive and it's hard to think at the scale that you do so i love the big numbers you know to mobilize five million indian people young indian people in order to impact 50 million and for listeners certainly when i've been researching a bit about india in the past i know that um i think it's by 2030 india will be the most populous nation it will overtake china as the most people on the planet so it really is an extraordinary country that you live in yeah, and, and and we will have the youngest population in the world. We wow. continue to have the youngest population in the world. Wow. You know, so, yeah, it's 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 truly a blessing for me to be a part of initiatives like this because you can really yeah. contribute to making a dent to the universe as it, as, as it goes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, India is all about, uh, you know, everything we do has to be large. It has to be at uh, population scale because, yeah, you yeah. know, we are like 10 continents uh, in one country. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely are. So given our audience, Madan is obviously loyalty professional. So mm -hmm. I guess human beings first. So the, the, the story yeah. of inspiration will definitely appeal regardless. But uh, when you and I first met, uh, part oh. of it was really around Generation Unlimited. In fact, we were going to have a conversation about that initially. Mm -hmm. And what I really liked, Madan, was you were tapping into loyalty mechanics. So things right. like, um, you know, identifying um, behaviors you wanted to change, mm -hmm. incentivizing that behavior change, Mm -hmm. and rewarding it. So as you know, this show is normally very commercial and we're talking to brands and we're trying to get people to buy more or sell more or, or do more stuff in a commercial world. So, so I think mm -hmm. part of the reason I love this so much is that it's a, it's a social cause rather than a commercial one. Mm -hmm. So, so tell me, how did, you, how did you come across or start to believe in the power of loyalty mechanics to, to drive the kind of behavior changes, whether it's for the Generation Unlimited project or for the Young Warriors COVID project? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, happy to share some thoughts and learn from you. It's been fascinating chatting up with you and getting to understand the mechanics of how this space works, uh, the loyalty space. But at a fundamental level, uh, when we were chatting up with, with a whole lot of uh, youth, one of the questions that we kept asking ourselves was, what will nudge them to do more? And, and here, in this case, is to do more good, to become change makers. Yeah. And we realized there are three, two, three drivers, right? One is that there, uh, there is a larger societal need to do something beyond just academics, Okay. If you're in a, if you're in a school or a college in India or anywhere else, most likely you're just measured on one parameter: how much, how many marks did you get? Yeah, yeah. Right, and that's the overriding uh, uh, yeah. metric. Definition of success. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but we all know that the correlation of marks to what you do in life is pretty low. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> right. Uh, yes. uh, in many cases, there's no correlation, or there's a negative correlation as well. Yeah. Uh, so the question that we asked was, what will make you feel good about yourself outside of the marks? And, and the first thing that came to us was, listen, if somebody recognizes my effort, my talent, my passion and say, you've used it for a societal good was point number one. Mm -hmm. uh, point number two was, listen, you know, 
well there are materialistic rewards that i can get you know a gift voucher from an e-commerce site or or or, yeah. or a coffee voucher or whatever yeah can you do something that will if i'm really good and i'm putting my effort can you help me progress ahead in my life can it be a reward in the form of a scholarship can it be a reward in the form of an internship with one of the yeah. you know prestigious it companies in india yeah uh, can it be uh, uh, you know if i'm interested in dance can it be uh, you know spend a day with a dance uh, maestro as an yeah. example yeah right so what will how can you how can generation unlimited or yuva help us mm. uh, to progress on our career paths okay right mm-hmm. and third was that innate uh, need to be able to help others mm. right so as i progress along the journey uh, how can i use the rewards that i have earned to help others come up on the same journey as well okay yeah right so so it's almost like you know um, it's almost like what we've seen happen in gmail or now the the latest mm. trending fashion clubhouse that if i do well i get invites and i can invite other people in Yeah, yeah. Right, and I it says invited by so and so. So I feel yeah. good. The other person feels good. Yeah. So the third element that we've been toying around with is that if somebody has progressed well along a certain level, can that person then share some of his credits or her credits with with another friend who's not on the journey? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Share the love. S- absolutely. <laughs> so those are the elements that we started designing a social credit system. Okay. We said for every action you take. you know we will recognize you it could be a simple certificate so for mm-hmm. example the young warriors uh, program which is shipped out maybe about 25 or 30000 certificates of the first batch which wow. is a certificate from the school board so interestingly we got the central board of secondary education which is one of the largest school boards in the country okay saying and a certificate from them and unicef and of course Wonderful. you are going yeah. we recognize you as a young warrior now everybody okay. is used to seeing a scorecard from cbse and not a certificate yeah right um, mm. so that is that has gotten people excited to say cbse is recognizing me for something yeah. that i did outside my academic uh, realm yeah and it's right? official so, and it's global so again exactly. you know whether they go international the fact that the unicef brand is on something again exactly. just adds something in a super competitive world absolutely and it's always been there pola maybe you haven't recognized it so several us universities for example look at not just your academics but what change yeah. making have you done right what okay. what contributions have you made to your society right mm-hmm. okay we want to bring something similar to admissions into indian universities mm-hmm. right why should only scores matter yeah right why can't yeah. why can't your your stature as a leader matter yeah right yeah. and and can you then be given pathways because you excelled at something absolutely So moving it into you are and the young warriors movement then madan so mm-hmm. what type of activities what type of tasks what are you asking of these young warriors because i know you have extraordinary communications campaign you've mentioned 431 million impressions on social media and again over 8 weeks so that's exactly mm-hmm. what i think we call a heavyweight campaign um but what are those communications saying and what are you asking the young warriors to actually do in terms of taking action Sure. So the message is pretty simple. Well, one of the learnings that we've had in this campaign is that if you want to scale something fast and big, yeah. keep the messaging yeah. very simple. <laughs> Music right? to you my ears. Absolutely. <laughs> you can't complicate it. <laughs> totally. So, so what for the young warrior? For the for for a young person who's between 
uh, we've got uh, young warriors from 12 to 24 years of age. Okay. Uh, we're saying, simply saying, hey, uh, if you want to be a young warrior, WhatsApp is very prevalent in our country. We've actually created a WhatsApp chatbot. Okay. So there's a simple number. We're saying, yeah. hey, just send young warrior to that number and the chatbot mm-hmm. will walk you through a series of steps. Okay. So we've got several tasks for the young person on the chatbot. Okay. You know, we've got a we've got a, ta- a task called vaccine buddy. Okay. Right? So in a series of conversations, we are exposing the the young person to what is the vaccine, why should you get vaccinated, benefits of vaccination, myths around vaccination, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And then we are asking the young person to go speak to five people and explain okay. these facts, and they come back and say, "Hey, we've done this." Right. So it's mm-hmm. a series of tasks, subtasks that we provide. Okay. Similarly, there's a task around fake news and fake mm. news police. Right? Mm. How do you verify news that comes to you on WhatsApp or Facebook or whatever? Right? Mm. What are the two, three things you must do to check whether it is valid or not? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, mm. uh, we have another task around COVID-appropriate behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a fourth task around uh, uh, what to do uh, when somebody in your home falls ill. Wow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so the the call to action is simple. Just send a message to WhatsApp, and we will we will take you on from there. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is one one way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, there are media dark areas in India, and you can't rely only on a technology and a smartphone and WhatsApp. So yeah. we actually rolled this out campaign through an IVR as well. Oh, okay. Uh, so the second thing is that we've got an IVR phone number where you can okay. dial in. Okay. And on the IVR, we're having the same level of interactions. Lovely. Wow. Right. And of course, the third thing that we've done is there are many people and kids, especially in the in the tribal areas and, and marginalized uh, communities, yeah. where the yeah. phone availability itself is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have partnered with 200-odd community radio stations. Wonderful. Yeah. Which are beaming straight to radios and radios are available in many communities. Yeah. And we're running a campaign on, on the radio as well. Okay. Right, where we're talking about these and and stuff like that. Mm. So we've covered all modes of engagement, and mm-hmm. uh, it is uh, it is uh, you know we're walking them through a funnel. So you do task one, mm-hmm. you know we nudge you to do task two, then task three, and task four, and task five, and at the end of task five you get a certificate. Yeah. In fact, just this afternoon we launched a fairly large campaign with the All India Council for Technical Education, the entity that runs all uh, all the universities, all the engineering colleges and engineering universities in India. Mm-hmm. About four hundred and fifty of them, roughly about a million and a half students. Okay. And uh, we are now asking these young people in the universities to go beyond this and saying, "Hey, supposing you 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 are a singer, right? Mm-hmm. Can you?" Can you write a song and 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 and, and render it uh, around code around being a young warrior? If okay. you're an artist, can you post a very interesting poster online? Wow! Right and yeah. and 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 tag people. So we're running a competition. We're running a week long uh, initiative with the ACTE. Okay. Yeah. Around several themes, right? What can you do uh, on your talent? What can you do? So if I am the a uh, student leader in my college can i organize 100 guys to come and attend a seminar mm-hmm. and for every action we are now uh, giving out points okay so you do a poster you get a set of points you do you post it on social media you get points you mm-hmm. uh, you amplify it you get points so we're not trying to track all of that through a simple tech uh, backend wow 
And are you actually validating, Madan? Like, I mean, because it's so appealing and we've talked about how competitive it is in academia and in life. Mm -hmm. So clearly these certificates are becoming increasingly aspirational. Mm -hmm. So are you are you allowing them to self-report and self-manage? Or are you saying, well, look, we'll, we, you know, we need to see the five tags, for example, if it's a social media tagging task. So, so what approach are you taking? It's a very pertinent question, uh, especially as we go deeper and deeper into the tasks, right? Where the certificate yeah. starts becoming more and more valuable. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, which is the journey that we have now in the next few months. Yeah. Uh, we are now getting into a validation phase. Uh, so one of the things that we are trying to do is to set up a peer review validation process. Okay. Right. Clever. So, so, okay. so if yeah. I've got, so I, I will have people, some of the young people sign up as validations, validators as well. Okay. Right? And, yeah. and maybe we give them a certificate for being the validators. Of course. Right? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a virtuous circle, Madan. <laughs> exactly. And, and then we will keep uh, passing on all the people who apply, who have self-certified them or are applying for validations to say, hey, I've completed yeah. the task. We'll just assign these tasks to these uh yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, volunteers to our, yeah, yeah, to the team of validators. Yes. And then say, hey, you're certifying. So maybe out of the five people whom we'll assign, if three of them certify, we are in. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's, uh, one. The second thing that we are taking uh, an example or are trying to build it and this is underway is almost like, you know, Amazon, for example, long ago had a, had a tool called MTurk. It is called Mechanical Turk. Okay. Uh, which could break up a series of tasks into smaller images. And then you could have people ticking those images to say whether, uh, you know, it's a cat or not a cat as an example. Of course. Uh, yeah. So it's an AI ML tagging now. So we're now trying to talk to a few technology companies to say, hey, if there are, uh, yeah. let's say somebody has said, I have uploaded this post, my five, five posters. Yeah. Can we then take each poster and give it to one one task runner who then says, mm -hmm. is it a poster? Is it is it not a poster? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, okay. and, and if the guy clicks yes, then it goes to the validation. So we're trying to figure out because as you rightly said, Paula, yeah. we have to think of population scale, right? So we have to think about what if 10 million people tomorrow applied to us for a validation? How will we exactly. manage it? Exactly. Yeah. Because in order to retain the integrity of the certificate, it has to be something that is, that is trusted and known to be, exactly. you know, valid. So, so, exactly. and, and uh, and I think it's fabulous because I think what you've managed to combine is, you know, speed to market in terms of get it up and running, get the partnerships, whether it's with radio or or the chatbot, for example, and and get moving and mm -hmm. then, you know, build in the artificial intelligence and the, you know, the validation piece as you get the scale piece in there. So so I think it's a perfect balance between, you know, let's get started, but, yeah. um, you know, let's make sure we keep an eye on it properly as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, probably the only entrepreneurial way to approach this because, you know, yeah. as I say, there are known unknowns and there are unknown unknowns. So we're figuring out a lot of these unknown unknowns as we go along. Brilliant, brilliant. But, and again, I suppose the audience are very familiar with loyalty fraud, for example, is a theme. So yeah, particularly yeah. if there's commercial incense incentives, for example, mm -hmm. like if you did start, you know, giving coffees or giving drinks or who knows what you might get into in the future. Mm -hmm. And then of course, things like, as you said, scholarships and internships. So, so the, um, the motivation perhaps to try and beat the system will, will increase. So, so again, you're exactly. taking, as you said, the proper tech, tech, um, solution in place. Um, exactly. 
Yeah. The, the, the next thing I wanted to ask you about is, uh, I think, you know, it's my favorite topic um, and many of my listeners I'm sure will know as well, but it's it's around the chatbot and the functionality because I did use your WhatsApp chatbot because again, it's obviously global and uh, you'd kindly set me on the um, the number for you are. Yeah. So I was playing with your chatbot yesterday and I thought it was incredible. So I'd love to hear like, how did you build it? Was this something like it felt like you built it actually very quickly and it's still very comprehensive and very professional, has a points um, system. So, so do you have a, a loyalty engine behind it or is everything managed in WhatsApp? How do you do it? Yeah. So we built this pretty fast. Uh, it's still uh, getting done underway. So you report, uh, you know, UNICEF has a global partnership with WhatsApp, and we have a tool called Report, which was used primarily for surveys. Okay. Uh, so it, you could do surveys of any sort using the chatbot. That's been on for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But we envisioned uh, something called as a WhatsApp university. Okay. So what will it take for young people to learn on WhatsApp? Yeah. Right. So we called it Fundu. Okay. F-U-N-D-O-O. Okay. And, and and how do you have fun while doing stuff and learning by doing? Yeah. Right. So which is why you will see in the chatbot, uh, you know, some tasks are go talk to your parents about this, go talk to five friends, go talk to 10, uh, you know, strangers, so on and so forth. Right. Okay. Uh, so the whole idea of using the chatbot was to drive interactivity, but to drive uh, young people to um, do some stuff and come and report back. Okay. Now, of course, as we as we spoke in the previous uh, question, we need to have a validation proof point there, which we'll come to, uh, you yeah. know, which we're trying to build. Yeah. But the idea was that how do you get, uh, how do you keep nudging? And the beauty of the chatbot is that it is very conversational. It is very easy. Uh, yeah. You're not dumping them like like in our typical examination <laughs> process, a question with 100 marks, a question paper and saying, you got to solve for all of this. Yeah. You know, we can walk them along the journey one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, having the data dump at the back end. Okay. About with all the points. Okay. And as we speak, we are now working with a bunch of loyalty experts in India on mm-hmm. how do you make sense of the data that's coming out, right? Again, yeah. from a loyalty standpoint, there are various nuances to this, right? So uh, do you give uh, you know a higher rating to a person who's been consistent every week? Or mm-hmm. do you give, so even though the end result may be the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you give? Uh, how do you track consistency versus sporadic performance? Okay. Right, and and mm-hmm. can you then give a better incentive for mm-hmm. somebody who's been consistent rather than uh, spikes up and down? Mm-hmm. And how do you then uh, indicate this to the system, to everybody yeah. else that this is what we're looking for in you, as an example? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out a bunch of rules engine uh, here. In mm-hmm. fact, at this point, must share that uh, we're also very fortunate to working to be working with PwC, oh, great. Uh, the global uh, consulting yeah. powerhouse, yeah. and uh, we are trying to create a massive platform, uh, which will then take every young person and create a portfolio of uh, of of engagement that they've done with you or with any other partner. Okay. Right? Wow. And, yeah. and this portfolio can be then is will be validated, verified, etc. And you can then share this portfolio and the mm. portfolio will come with a bunch of credit points. Wonderful. So hopefully in the next couple of years, we should be able to build out this massive platform, yeah. uh, which is a youth engagement, a social credit tracking and mm. portfolio system. Yes. 
Yeah. But as you said, with data at the individual level, something they can share, and I guess something that UNICEF globally and Generation Unlimited globally, because I know it's in multiple markets, can also perhaps leverage in the future as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, we are trying to envision a future where uh, there there shouldn't be an exam to find out uh, how good you are. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Can can you a model uh, which will continuously provide you uh, feedback uh, and incentives to keep claiming up. So it's it's almost like how you yeah. know many of many of our uh, children would play games, right? So you go from one level to another, yeah. And each level has a certain level of difficulty, tasks, etc. So yeah, that's the kind of uh, uh, thinking that we are trying to attempt. Wonderful. And it's also multi-language as well, Madan. I think it's Hindi. Am I right? I'm looking at... No, uh, the chatbot is now in about 11 languages. Oh, my goodness. And which are the two that I see? So, obviously, for listeners, Madan, I'll make sure that the um, the WhatsApp number is shared in our show notes. Sure. And even in the email campaign. So, hopefully, you're happy for loyalty professionals to, uh, to play with it as well. Oh, um, absolutely. And love, <laughs> love the feedback from all of you. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely be, be uh, telling you all of my, I love it. I really love it. Um, but what is the second language that I see coming through? I, I don't recognize the, the, the script. Uh, so we have English and Hindi, and then we have Hindi. a bunch of languages. We have Kannada, Malayalam, Telugu. Wow. Yes, um, it did offer me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can choose exactly. any of the languages. Yeah, yeah. So it's super clever, captures all of the location, all of the demographics, um, awards points immediately just for for kind of signing up. And then there's, I can see a referral model, which I went into as the next step. And also what I really loved, Madonna, as well, was uh, it was asking me how worried I was about COVID, which is obviously the main topic today and of the young warriors. So so you've connected in, obviously, then with social support mechanics, things like helplines, so they can actually get kind of emotional support as well if they need it so we've done a i think one of the other feedback that we got uh, very actively was creating safe spaces for uh, for the mental well-being of the young people themselves so one dimension is we're asking them to young warriors yeah right and and take care of themselves and their families but more okay. importantly they're also saying listen we also need to be taken care of in the sense that we need to ensure our own emotional well-being yeah. So we're doing a lot of uh, uh, you know workshops. We are lining up a lot of partners to provide safe spaces uh, for young people to come and talk about their own emotional well-being. Mm. And uh, you know, uh, so that's a that's a big part of the campaign as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And you've mentioned some of your partners as well, Madam. For example, in terms of you know, um, you know, certainly um, the public sector. For example, mm-hmm. I know there's a number of ministries you work with. Mm-hmm. I know you've also mentioned academia. Yeah. You've also mentioned media partnerships, yeah. and also the private sector. You mentioned PwC, but um, I know Tech Mahindra, for example, and some other very big companies. So, so what way are you interfacing with the private sector? Is it around the kind of internships idea you mentioned earlier, or or what's your intention with those type of partnerships? Private sector is a very critical uh, ecosystem partner, Paula. And, uh, you know, sometimes you are at you are we end up playing the bridge between, uh, being the bridge between all of these types of partners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the private sector participation in you are, and specifically now in Young Warriors movement has been phenomenal. Uh, mm. well, for example, we've got... Uh, um, uh, you know, folks like Tech Mahindra who have now reached out to their entire employee population. 
wow, uh, yeah. of young people to say, mm-hmm. hey, all of you should become young warriors and encourage your neighbors and your friends to become young warriors as well because IT is still yeah. a very young uh, workforce that we have. Okay. Technology workforce in India. Two, several of these uh, uh, corporate partners are also helping us amplify the message. One of the things that uh, that you might be aware of is India has something called as a Corporate Social Responsibility Act, where okay. 2% of the profits of every corporate must be given to social causes. That I did not know. That's extraordinary. Oh, it's extraordinary. It, it, we yes. get like, uh, like a couple of billion dollars worth of uh, grants go out every year. Wow. Uh, from from all corporates in India, and it's a mandatory act. Wow. Uh, okay. Legally required. Yeah. Legally to hundreds and thousands of NGOs in the country. Okay. So there's an interesting interface between uh, NGOs and the corporate, and we are trying to reach out to various NGOs through the corporate network as well. Mm. Right. And mm. uh, lastly, of course, uh, corporates are seeing this uh, as a way to engage with the young people because the young people of today will be their employees of the future or, or workers yeah. of the future or, or customers yeah. of the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, corporates are also looking at a way to understand the minds of the young people and to build a brand mm. uh, by providing a variety of benefits. Mm. Uh, so uh, We've just begun, but lots and lots of action to do on the corporate uh, side. Yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned that as well, Madan, I wanted to to pick up on something which I've always, again, admired when when I hear what you're doing. You actually always ask young people what they want. Like you're not making these decisions from your side. You're very much talking to these advisors and people of the profile that you're trying to impact. Well, that's been uh, one of the most difficult learnings because it's so easy to sit in uh, <laughs> our own ivory towers and say, this is what young people want. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you know, most of the policies and directions are written by people who have, you know, yeah. way past their youth in a way saying, this is what we think young people need. Yeah. Uh, one of the conscious decisions that we made at uh, Generation Unlimited and specifically at UAP yeah. is to say that, you know, how do we make sure that Everything we do mm-hmm. uh, comes as 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 a as a need or as a feedback from the young people. Okay, right? mm-hmm. and uh, we have a fascinating uh, group of about uh, twenty odd uh, youth whom we have formed at the national level called the Young People Action Team. Okay, as a governance structure, you know, mm-hmm. whenever we have our board meeting, uh, which yeah. has a variety of our partners. Yeah, uh, it's always preceded by a board meeting with these young people. Uh, two of them attend the main board meeting and represent their views there. Okay, and they take the board conversations back to the young people. So that's the whole idea. Yeah, that how do you build a, a, a super collaborative system which really puts young people at the center of this? Yeah, yeah. I can hear it coming through. And yes, as you said, uh, it's an incredible learning, but um, it, it's it's fundamental, it's foundational. And that's, mm-hmm. I think, what people hear when they see something like a Young Warriors movement. You know, they feel like it's it's in their language, it's in their technology, it's in their, you know, it's in their style of communication. So that's mm-hmm. obviously coming through from your task force. Exactly. And I think, uh, you know, uh, it's easy to slip back uh, into into being the stage on stage and saying this is what we need. Yeah. Uh, the good part <laughs> is that you are team. We have a we have a fairly strong secretariat uh, in Delhi. Okay. And the good part is several of them are young people, so okay. they become our conscience keepers within the team as well. 
Oh, very good. We all need a conscience keeper, eh? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Madan, I think that's all of the questions that I have from my side. Um, I will certainly make sure, as I said, to to have links to you all um, so people can look up the organization for Young Warrior and obviously for Generation Unlimited. But are there any other points that you want to make for this audience before we wrap up our conversation? Nothing specific, uh, uh, Paula, except that we are still uh, in our early stages of the journey. There's a lot uh, of learnings that we need. Uh, So love to get feedback from all of you listening in on what we can do, what we can do better. And if there's any which way to collaborate uh, in any any form or fashion, Mm -hmm. especially to kind of build better engagement models with our young people. Yeah, uh, I would really appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's a beautiful invitation, Madan. I'll make sure again that everybody knows where to find you. So um, I know you're very active on LinkedIn, for example. So yes. if uh, if we look up you, Madan Padaki, on, on LinkedIn, I think you're fairly easy to find. Yes, fairly easy to find. And it's not a, it's not a very uh, common name in India. So you won't Good. find too many Madan Padakis in India. Okay. Well, again, I'll make sure on Let's Talk Loyalty, you're, you're linked there as well, Madan. So from my side, as I said at the very beginning, it's a super inspiring story. Um, the loyalty points, rewards, changing behavior, it's exactly what we're, we're all about. You know, it's actually making a difference. And I love you're doing something for a social cause at this particular challenging time. So I want to really say thank you so much from our side and best of luck from Let's Talk Loyalty. Thank you so much for having me on the show and really enjoyed this conversation. Thanks, Paula. This show is sponsored by The Wise Marketeer, the world's most popular source of loyalty marketing news, insights, and research. The Wise Marketeer also offers loyalty marketing training through its Loyalty Academy, which has already certified over 170 executives in 20 countries as certified loyalty marketing professionals. For more information, check out thewisemarketeer.com and loyaltyacademy.org. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Loyalty. If you'd like me to send you the latest show each week, simply sign up for the show newsletter on letstalkloyalty.com and I'll send you the latest episode to your inbox every Thursday. Or just head to your favorite podcast platform, find Let's Talk Loyalty and subscribe. Of course, I'd love your feedback and reviews. And thanks again for supporting the show.